Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. I would like you at this time to avail yourself of the playlists that are on Brighteon, BitChute, and YouTube. This video will be uploaded first on the alternate channels. I'm building those up so that people know that there are other places to go besides YouTube. And that will just be an eventuality. You can find all the prophecies there, and especially those who may have questions about the harm that causes harm. The harm that went into the arm with all its boosting assistance. Those prophecies can only be found on BitChute, Rumble, and Brighteon. So if you go to those places, especially if you go to Brighteon and you go to BitChute, you can find playlists, and then you can go through those prophecies from the oldest to the last ones that I made. I'm continuing with the beast system prophecies because um, I have been making these bit by bit over the years, but now I'm just sort of consolidating a few things. Now that we see that the changing political system, we can finally understand what that system is turning into. That system is turning into the end times, one world governance structure that is spoken about in the Bible, in the book of Daniel chapter seven, verses seven to 28. That is also, please excuse the noise. That is also spoken about in the book of Revelation chapter 13. And you can find out also a tiny bit of that structure coming to life in Revelation chapter 17. So now that we know politically clearly what God says the next steps are going to be, what we can expect to see happening. What can we expect to see happening? Absolute confusion, absolute subterfuge, nothing being done the way it's supposed to be done. We can also look at details of what that system will look like when it actually comes to pass. A lot of people think that when I'm giving my dreams, they think I'm talking about some amorphous um, tribulation period. I'm talking about the next steps that are coming. I'm talking about things that we, if we are vigilant, if we are watchful, we can already see the tendrils of these things on the news. We can already see the tendrils of these things coming. And God is simply showing what the final look of those things will be. What will it look like when they build their false new Jerusalem made of that flexible, bendable blue metal? What will it look like when they automate past what we have. What we have now is automation that is convenient. What will it look like when they automate past the point where it is comfortable? What will it look at look like when people are dealing with difficulties like end of life care and there is no doctor there? They will reduce the medical force, reduce it, introduce more robots, first to assist the doctors, then to replace the nurses as assistants to the doctors, and then get rid of the doctor altogether. And some cold machine will scan a person and then tell them you have functionality here, medium functionality here, next to nothing here. And your overall assessment is that you are more of a liability than an asset. And therefore we will deny you care. What will that look like? That is what these prophecies are consolidating. This one is a solid year old from October the 23rd, 2021. And the title is, if you see something, say something. And I'm just going to show a picture here to give you an idea. This is a normal sign in New York City. This kind of sign can be found in every mall, every public thoroughfare. It can be found um, sometimes in all the train stations, definitely, and sometimes at the bus stations where we sit and wait for the bus. And this sign says, if you see something, say something. Call 911 to report suspicious activity. This sign is from the Mall of America. So this sign is indicative of the approach that we are going to see in the New World Order. What is that approach? Everyone become a helpful snitch for the government. Here are multiple hotlines. Call us drop an anonymous tip, and then maybe you can get two points added to your social credit score. Drop a tip with your name and your bonus goes up to 10. Drop a tip with other people's names 
and you can get a hundred points or even 500 points added to your social credit score if the name you drop and the suspicious activity or the pictures of the crime or the video of the crime that you send in is good intel you can get up to 10,000 bonus points people will be heavily incentivized to act like day-to-day -day criminals against one another. And part of the reason it will be so successful is because they will strip people of basically everything that they own, and they will be glad to get those social credit score points. So this is a very, very detailed dream that the Lord gave me on the night of October 23rd. Um, is it the 23rd? Yes. I had that dream on the 23rd and I posted it on the 23rd. So very detailed dream with lots of moving parts. And in this dream, I was living in the new world order. And even while I was in that dream, God was reminding me of other things that he had shown me about the new world order. And so I'm sleeping and the dream starts like this. If you see something, say something. If you see something, say something. Call the Citizen Bureau hotline to report suspicious activity, suspicious persons, and crime. Be a part of your community. Be an active citizen. Participate in the Greenlight Program. Help the city. Do your part for the community. If you see something, say something. So these are the things the AI was saying on a continuous loop. And understand that in the future, there will be multiple continuous loops, continuous loops on the news, continuous loops on those wall-to-wall -wall billboards that they're going to put up everywhere. I have spoken about those billboards in the prophecy about banking. It is called designer banking. In the future, I saw billboards that are nothing like the technology that we have. The technology that we have, these are some kind of plasma screens, LED screens, and they are flat. And because they are shatterable, they are always securely affixed to the side of a building. And that's it. You can only put it on a building face. These billboards that I saw are liquid crystal displays. They can bend around the side of a building. So you can dress up a building, for instance, for Valentine's Day in a billboard that is flexible, that can go around as neat as a bow, and this billboard is able to do that. The second thing that I saw is that this is way beyond the so-called holograms that they're teasing towards us now. These billboards are literally alive. And when I was in that future looking at the billboards, they were so real that even though people were completely used to them, obviously the generation that grew up with them, me, they made me sick. They made me queasy. They gave me vertigo looking at displays so real that it seemed as if the people and the images were literally standing up and moving around and it was not flat and three-dimensional. It seemed alive, moving. And so um, they will completely continue to bombard us with audio messages. This AI will be talking everywhere, telling you if you see something, say something. And we will hear this. Here is another picture of what it looks like in New York. This is what is even on our train stairs. If you see something, say something, tell a cop. So this is normalizing, reaching out to authority figures to talk about the people who are around you. This is making it normal, picking up the phone and saying, um, yes, hi, I'm at 345 Inglewood Street. And well, it just looks like I don't know, he might be gardening, but he could also be burying someone. Basically, people with nothing to do will simply lie on other people to try and get these points, to try and get these incentives. And the incentives, as you will hear, can be so good that people will lie. And they will even go to certain lengths to try and make that lie true. They will say that you have contraband and then they will try to plant that contraband on you, especially for instance, if your husband and wife or if your roommates, they will try to incriminate you because 10,000 social credit score points is nothing to sneeze at. So these sounds are to indoctrinate people and get them used, get their psyches used to intruding into other people's business 
becoming a busybody. Why? Because the government is rewarding nosiness. The government is rewarding snitchiness. The government is rewarding and encouraging mistrust in the population, coldness and separation of neighbor from neighbor. These sounds will make people believe that talking to authority figures all the time about others is a normal and a healthy thing. And like I said, it is because it will be heavily rewarded. So the state will be trying to turn you into an informant without making it formalized. So when you, when you turn state's informant, maybe for the state to give evidence or when they plant someone in jail to try and get someone else to confess, obviously it's done in a clandestine manner, but they will be blatantly trying to turn people into state's evidence. And this system will be handing out something called active partner points. You heard me say that in the AI, become an active citizen who is this active citizen? The active citizen is the person who is actively getting involved in all the community activities, in all the government recommended programs, and in everybody's business to get active partner points. So naming names and things like that gets you benefits that you can use later on. There will be active citizen benefits, discounts, and points. And all of this will be in some kind of cash or in some kind of card that you can get uploaded based on how active you are. And you can get reductions on your groceries with this. You can get reductions on your bills with this. You will receive perks that will show you the positive side of being helpful to the government. So life in those days was very predictable. You knew what you were doing. Life was pretty much set out. And that's pretty much how it was as how it was. We knew what we were doing. Our activities were scheduled and things like that. And everything that you do in that future is encouraged to be for the state. It's encouraged to be for the state. In those days, in another prophecy, I saw that the state was called the green state. There was something like that. It was called the green state. And I said that I was not sure for what reason it was called that, but in the future, people will be heavily incentivized and to, to support the state above self. So this thing of individualism, I'm going to work hard. I'm going to believe in myself. I'm going to see about raising these kids. I'm going to work on my business plan and I'm going to believe in myself and someone will believe in me and invest in me. There's nothing like that. It is all about the state. The state needs nurses. The young women will be trained to go into nursing. Doesn't matter if you want to be an artist, who cares about that? The AI will be doing all the designs and drawing in the murals and they can draw. We already see from the videos that people are splashing all over YouTube that if a human being can draw a tiger, the, U the AI can draw a tiger with unicorn rainbow horns better than people. So all these, these livelihoods and pursuits, people are not going to be allowed to pursue them. If construction workers are needed, sturdy young men are going to be marched into that industry. Not enough doctors, sturdy young men and women will be marched into that industry. The state's needs will come first and nothing is for yourself. And if you try to do things for yourself, like saying, oh, you know, I was thinking of taking this holiday or whatever, there are no laws against it. It is just that people will frown upon it so strongly. Understand that your community will be used as the lymphocytes, the white blood cells to attack you, the virus, if you think out of place. It is just one big Stepford Wife program is how it looks. If you want to do anything personal, they will frown upon it and you will get so much criticism and judgment from others that you will actually say, oh, this extra money I saved, I actually think that I'm going to see about gardening for the state or something like that. And so the social credit score is definitely the darling of that whole world. It is the hub, it is the lifeline, it is the guideline of how life is in those days. The social credit score is everything to your average active citizen because he himself is someone who is heavily plugged in, heavily invested, in his community. He is part of a bunch of social programs. Each program you, you join gives points to the score. Each program you join and you excel at 
gives points to the score. You won't be penalized if you don't join state programs, but the state programs are so heavily incentivized. Oh, you get flying points or you get points on Amtrak. You get points here, you get points there, that it is only the very rebellious people and the highly anti-government people who do not join these things. And these social credit scores, especially in the beginning, the social programs, the score, it is a way of weeding out who really loves the government and who does not. Obviously, if your score is low, that means you're doing the very least. You're not an active citizen. You're not an active partner. You're not interested in snitching. So you're going to be hanging out at like a 222. And then the people who are just snitching on even Moses and Samuel, they're going to be at like 8 billion and five social credit. And so it will be very easy to distinguish things like that. But however, highness or lowness then definitely touches your life. It touches your life, where you live, where you shop. I shared a dream. I will make that dream as I'm winding up that, um, I, I just lived in this box. It was just, the house is just a, ergonomic sleeve. Everything was just normal. And there were a ton of other people there living in our apartments were all facing ideally north. Never seen a flat building that was just tall and flat and all the apartments faced one way, the ideal way north towards the sun, I guess, so people could get their yoga in and something. And then one day I went to throw away my trash and there was a brother and his sister hanging out outside the rubbish and I never saw them before. And the way I saw them was that the boy jumped up and he put a sharp instrument at my knife and he was like, give me your identification. And I was like, and what are you gonna do with it? You're not me, you don't look like me. So what are you gonna do with it? And then he was like, he was kind of deflated. So he let me go and I told him, get your hands off me anyway. And I went and I got grocery for him and his sister because they had messed up their score. I don't know what they'd done. They had messed up their score. And so they were just living by the trash. And I always talk about how they will be driving people out to the fringe and driving them out. It sounds like, oh, they'll just drive them out to their community. And I'm sitting here, honestly, people of God, I keep nothing back from you except the things that belong to me personally. But there are many things I don't have to say. I don't have to share so many things. And I do by means of reaching out to those in commonality of faith with myself. I'm not giving this to people who keep coming here and cursing me. They're rude words like alley cats. But these things, when they come to my heart, because I know so many people are questing, sitting here, going over the prophecy and asking the Lord to give me speech to bring this thing out. And I began to see a new type of drone above the forested areas of America. I'm talking about a new type of drone that is capable of high altitude with some kind of heat seeking ability. And what God was laying on my heart was imagine they just believe that they will hear these messages and then they will just say, well, not me. I'm running off to the fringe. I'm running off to the bushes. And God is like, and when they congregate multitudes in the bushes and the heat seeking drones then come and just say, oh, look, 8 million people together or, oh, look, 30,000 together. And they just let loose those shooting things that they have. Every single time he gives me a new angle on these prophecies, instead of making me melt, instead of making me fall prey to what I call panic brain, they solidify the belief I have had for over a decade that no one is surviving nothing without Jesus. No one is going nowhere. No one is climbing to any high hill. That includes all the rich people who have made their plutonium lined bunkers or whatever they think they have. No one is getting away with anything because we are under the care of a warden who is perfect. So this is why whatever he shows me, I have the necessary absor absorbency to just say, Lord, just lay it on. Just layer my soul with the ballast I need to trust in you because however you make it go for me, that's how it's going to go. People hear, oh, well, I guess you'll just stay and live there. This is going to be the world that is. If they go blowing up nuclear weapons and spoiling the rest of the world, turning it into vast wastelands like God says will be here as nukes will go off like party favors in the United States, are you going to go outside and succumb to 22,000 radiation stores, sores? 
or live in this place. I saw that in my, that dream that I lived in that place. And exactly as that dream is old and this new one, the repeating dream is new. And I saw now this is why I don't sleep in the house. Because in the old dream that I'm talking about, where I just lived in this box that would go, hello, celestial, I saw that I would leave my house for a week. I would just not sleep there. I would not sleep there. I had other places that I was sleeping. I would sleep here, sleep there, and then come home and find my packages inside the house with the little plastic movie playing on the packages and stuff like that. Friends of mine who were deeply integrated in the beast, sending me gifts that have that fingerprint touch. And I would be so mad seeing those packages because I was like, who's going to touch this so it can register at 11.45 a.m. This biometric signature touched the box. She is therefore located here. Who had time for that? So... These are just things. This is why God said that people will become deeply frustrated because the more you try to figure it out, this Rubik's cube will rearrange itself a million times until we learn humility and stillness in the presence of God. And I'm going to talk about this because this thing has been in my soul for a long time. Panic brain will cause a lot of people to lose their lives. Here's an example of panic brain. In 2020, I had a roommate and we were hit with this stay at home the same as everyone. And I still remember that day as vividly as anything. That order went out. It was being put on the news continually and New York City was boiling like a witch's cauldron with nervousness, fear, unrest, this and that, people running out to do last minute grocery And we came to an agreement. She would go out and do the grocery and I would stay home. She had a young son and I was in the kitchen making lunch. And this young man is sitting in front of the propaganda box and just absorbing it, absorbing it 30 minutes, 45 minutes. And then I turn and this kid is in the kitchen and going, Celestial, they said it's in the air. It's in the air. Said, said, if we go, we can breathe it. We, We could breathe it and we could get hurt. And I pause and I look at this child. And I just asked him one question. I said, tell me something. This, this announcement that they made, did they make it inside the building? Or did they do a big song and dance about it and make it outside on those fancy steps they like? And he said, they made it outside. They made it outside on the fancy steps. So I said, so tell me, kiddo, if it's in the air, like they said, don't you think they're the first ones who are going to drop dead? And just like that. Panic brain switched off in that kid, and I literally watched his real brain, his real thinking ability come back. Panic brain is when you hear information and there is literally no space between your reaction. You hear something, you react. You read something, you react. They tell you something, we're all in this together, line up and do this, and you react. The entirety of the Bible has been given us, given to us for many things, but one of the things it says is instruction. What that instruction is supposed to do day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, as you submit to the word of God, is increase the distance between hearing stuff and reacting. The Bible is there to teach us how to hear things and respond. The more space the more grown, the less space, no matter your age, the less grown. Panic brain, something happens, you react. You hear something, you speak out of turn, the AI zaps you. You hear something, you come up with a highly vague response. The AI cannot respond because if there's one thing God was showing me in this dream, AI does not know what to do with vague responses. When you tell AI things like, That's an interesting viewpoint. It says nothing about what you think. The AI is unable to discern what you think about what it said because you are simply saying that what the AI said is interesting. It's not positive. It's not negative. It's nothing. Mature answers. Mature responses. The church is largely still in a state of panic brain. Even when people are in sin and they hear on a channel like this that God does judge for sin. 
They don't think, hey, you know what? I've been doing this thing. I've had this habit for 15 years. It took me 15 years to get to this point. Crying will not get me out of it. Crying is good to show that I'm sorry, but being sorry does not get us out of sin. It is only the beginning of the journey out of it into repentance, holiness, and restoration with God. When we hear that there's judgment for sin, as long as you're still breathing, it means that God has not judged you yet. It means you have another day to work on that thing. Satan doesn't suffer from panic brain, Christians. I'm going to speak my heart because I'm finishing these things, and these are truths that will sustain smart families for years to come if they are willing to receive it. I've always said I am here for people who want to make it, who want to see the appearance of the blessed hope. If it is is his desire to take you, then fine. But let's not be fatalist. I'm sick of this world. Okay, where are you going? Where else do you have to go? There's only two options with him or the grave. Those are the only two exit points. And remember, there is a third scary exit point, and it is called this. In those days, men shall seek for death and not find it. Three options, Jesus coming, an early grave, men seeking for death and not finding it. Only one of those. Jesus coming, you get to get there by not having panic brain. This is a nation that specializes in panic brain, frightening the people, freaking the people out, coming up with new sensationalized media reports, and they don't even act sensationalized. Tonight, we're looking at the Halloween clown that's killing people. Watch out in your neighborhood. Every month, every week, they have another story to drain the courage, to drain same thinking out of people until the majority of people are just this quivering mess with no space between what they are told and what they will do. In a world where changes are coming to exterminate people who have no mindfulness, no personal awareness, the word I'm looking for is self-control, one of the most prized fruit of the spirit. People who need this, you need to work on it. Panic brain kills. Satan does not have panic brain. He is a strategist. An ancient serpent whose first name is dragon. He is evil and patient. And when he is at work around you, you need to be still and know that God is God. You need to not let the pressure of this world flush you out of your hiding place like a rabbit that couldn't wait for the hunter to leave. This is essential that I am telling people. So, in this world, the state is not going to harass people. The state is going to harass people later when it blatantly becomes the murdering regime. But in the beginning, it's going to appear as the nation of suggestions. That's all it's going to do. It's just going to suggest, suggest, suggest. The state will just suggest things to us. And these are the mediums they will use ads. Ads will always be playing. You'll be trying to study on your laptop, trying to probably read your new animated book, and things will just be popping up, popping up. And most people, again, because they are not focused as Jesus was focused, the Bible says that both Jesus and Apostle Paul, even when they heard of their death, it says they set their faces like flint. To have a face like flint means you know you're going into the store for one thing and it's one thing you get. You don't get in there and then fill the basket. I don't know how this keeps happening to me. No. So they will use ads. They will use mass media. The talking heads of the day will be on explosive levels of persuasion in those days. It will be relentless TV persuasion. They will use text sending suggestions to the phone. Hi, would you like to opt into this? Today, it's, it's, we're offering 6,066 extra social credit score points. And then you'll think, you know, I'm just 6,000 short of a new dishwasher. I think I will sign up. And so things like that. They will use automated prompts. They will use billboards, moving billboards, still billboards, and they will have talking AI in the supermarkets, malls, trains, buses, airports, 
everywhere you go, you will hear that voice going na 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 until the state is brainwashing people through their surroundings to do what it says and to believe what it wants them to believe. But overt harassment, when we first get into this Stepford world, no, not at all. In fact, it is the brainwashed people shades of 2020 anyone it is those who believe what they hear that the state will rely on to do 90 percent of its dirty work it is these people who buy into the fact that they think this really is utopia that there is no harm remember the video from the maga deception dream that the lord gave me at the end of it i spoke of a dream in which People were being given this very dangerous um, hallucinogenic, I think it's ayahuasca. I think that's the right name for it. They were being given that and God was saying, do you see these people? They will be kept docile until the day of their destruction. And he says it is impossible to show these people that the world that seems to offer free food and free cake and free refills of everything and comfort and a pool, they will never believe that that world carries death as the end result underneath it. And this is the same. People will buy into the modern convenience. And he says that they will be the ones at the barbecue telling you, your lifelong friend friend at the barbecue telling you, how come you don't sign up for community golf? You know, it's really good for you. It works out your back. And, you know, I met Susie there and I, I love her and I'm happy. And I want you to meet someone. And I was seeing that in this world, you'll be looking at your childhood friend like, is he trolling? Is he kidding? We're adults and we're being forced to join community this and community running. I don't want to join community anything. You'll be thinking that in your heart and you'll be trying to see, is your friend joking or does he really mean it? But he'll be 100% meaning it. He'll be, he'll be so glad that he stopped resisting the state and that he went to community galt because he met Susie there and he really does love her and he wants the same for you. That's how they're going to do it. God says that the brainwashed people, those who believe the things that they are exposed to, that if you see something, say something, life, they are the ones that the government will rely on to do that up close and persistent brainwashing. 2020, why don't you get it? Everyone should get it. Let's do our part. You know, if you don't get it, you're not very community minded. Let's just get it. You won't get it. I'm leaving you. You don't get it. You can't live here. Said parents to children ready to put their offspring, offspring in the streets based on communicated messages coming from the TV. Families ripped down the middle. Some of them still haven't spoken to each other to this day. Grandkids being kept away from people over messages coming from the TV. And some of the messages come from the pulpit. Don't you worry, brethren. He'll be here any minute. Will he? It is very dangerous to mistake a lie for truth and twice as dangerous to mistake truth for a lie. So because the state can't get up and close and personal to do this brainwashing, they're going to depend on citizens to do it for them. But for those who are rebellious, hard-hearted people who are married to their whippersnappers, the right to bear arms, people who truly don't agree, people who will keep insisting, but the constitution says, there are two offices that you need to know about that I saw in that world. One is called the Office of Citizen Affairs, and the other is called the Office of Citizens Arrests. And both of them handle, process, and take care of troublemakers through various corrective programs. So not every corrective program automatic, automatically takes you to an early grave. No, they have rehab. They have places where they can put you in, pop you in for three weeks and give you what is called re-education. But the one that was highlighted to me, the one that I had hatred for, even, to be, even though, to be honest, to this day, I'm not so sure what it was, but I do not want to know what it was. It was called Green Lights. Project Greenlight or the Greenlight program. And I just know that even though this thing sounds very positive, oh, you know, green light, like something that's gotten approval, you know, oh, we gave that the green lights. It sounds helpful. It sounds progressive. Good for the city, good for the nation. Project Greenlight prickles my skin to this day because the problem is that whenever people joined Project Greenlight, they never ever came back to tell us how awesome it was 
They never came back to tell us how good it was, how much better they felt after they signed up. There were only two types of people that dealt with Project Greenlight. It was the people who went to Greenlight to make a report. And it was the people who were joined, meaning they came and they put you in Greenlight. And then we never, ever saw you come back. Let's move on to an email or a letter I got. I'm going to read the whole letter for you because I've referred to this letter in many dreams. Dear Celestio, your social credit score refers. You are not currently enrolled in enough programs to be promoted to our socially active citizen reward tier. The minimal amount of enrollment is acceptable as you are no doubt aware, but you can always benefit by doing more. You can join our active par partner program and you can spend time with other neighbors of your zone in excellent programs and activities designed to make you a better part of your community. Bond with your neighbors in your zone. Be part of your community. Your credit score is low and this concerns us. Kindly contact the number below for assistance with the different types of programs that best suit your temperament and personality. We have that information on file, meaning they have on file how I am. And let us get you moving again. Yours in health, the Office of Citizen Affairs. Now, if somebody tells you yours in health and you don't see that that's a threat, I don't know what you can see. This is the kind of mail you'll get and they give you a 30 day window to answer the mail. Now you can unwisely reply that you feel you're in a good enough amount of programs and you're fine and you, want to you don't want to join anything anymore. Or you can contact the office and tell them to send you that list of recommendations in your zone so you can find out if you want to do women's gardening, women's knitting, women's jogging, women hat making, women cactus raising, women's something. So I fell into a deeper form of sleep and God was telling me, tell these people that part of losing their freedoms means that they will be sequestered. So in law, sequestered means that they come and they grab your assets. You've gotten into financial trouble and now they don't want you running off with the title deeds. They come and they freeze all your assets and then they try to pawn them off to pay your debts. But this type of sequestered means that you will be brought into constant interfacing with AI. And this is what I was seeing for the rest of the dream. It means to be taken to a room on your monthly or bi-weekly or weekly wellness check. Please know that in the future, this word wellness that is usually only part of the alternative health community and everything, this word wellness will come very much into prominence. It will all be about social wellness and emotional wellness and spiritual wellness and none of that will have Jesus in the middle. So you sit there with the AI and the AI is talking to you in a room and there are no other people. And it will keep asking you the same questions over and over in different ways until you crack or until you say something that you did not intend to tell this AI or until you have a breakdown and then they use that breakdown against you to drop your score even lower. Now in these rooms, they could even monitor temperature. I spoke about this and said that if they can monitor how hot we are at the airports and say, this person is hotter than normal, this person is a terrorist, then you can imagine in the AI personality room, if anything starts to trickle down, the AI will start to say, are you angry? Are you nervous? Or if you get sick of it and you start saying stuff like, please, I'm tired of this, let me go home. The AI will begin to register. This person has agitation. This person has fear. This person has pain, this AI will be able to read facial structure, eye movement, facial tics, body structure, body tics, and all kinds of nonverbal cues, which we human beings rely on. You're talking to a person, maybe if they squint their eye, you're like, oh, this person doesn't actually believe what I'm saying, or they tap their foot and you're like, ah, this person is bored. Well, this AI will be able to do that. And that is how it is. The AI will be integrated into many things in life. I spoke in a previous video about how you jump into your car and you're feeling very frisky and you're like, right, let's get that Springsteen in there. And the AI will bring it down and tell you, I'm setting the volume at the recommended decibel level for you to concentrate and have safety while you're driving. When you try to put it up, she will bring it back down and child lock it. And then you will listen at the level she said. So God says that AI works very much at mathematical probability, and this is where they are very dangerous and different from us. 
human beings are motivated by possibility. So a guy can have no education, no background in anything, and he can say, I believe in myself. I'm going to get it done. And he will work at it, get the skills he needs. He will beat the odds. We are all familiar with this phrase, beat the odds, maverick, hat trick, things like that. That is what defines the human spirit. AI is a demonic presence inhabited by Satan, and it works by what I basically call extermination math. AI will go 99% of the time with probability, and it does not care for possibility at all. So I was saying that if you have a beloved child with a rare blood disease and you offer yourself to drain your veins dry, so that they can take your blood, but your child is only given a 14% chance of recovery. They would tell you, you should not harm a body that is at 89% for someone who is valued at 14%. We will not allow this surgery. The child is defunct. The child is suboptimal, access denied, and that is it. There's no doctor to fight for the situation. They would just tell you she's not getting the surgery. She's not getting the help. That's how AI values life, mathematical probability. They go with what is most efficient, what is most likely to succeed. The highest success rate based on previous data sets. What does that mean? They collect meticulous sets of information over time. So AI will collect 16 or 60 Saturdays of data and then when you want to have a very important baseball match, AI will tell you, based on 60 Saturdays across 60 years in the same time period with the same sunny days, the best date to use is this date. So people will think that that is all these machines are good for how helpful they are to help you pick the sunniest wedding date or the sunniest baptism date and stuff like that behind it. Satan is waiting to take over. AI is a dead computation program. And in our knowledge, at least we should all know this, whenever anything is dead and empty, Satan will come and indwell that thing. He will come and inhabit that thing. It's him in the hearts of the reanime, him in the hearts of the Nephilim. It is him at work inside every unclean thing all the aliens, everything that has been captured on this channel for three years now. He is that evil intelligence behind it. And so the society that is coming is going to be a ranked society. You have a weak, weak heart, you're considered less valuable than someone with a strong heart. You got long legs, you're tall, you're considered more useful than someone with short legs. You're physically attracted, you will have better chances and better favors in terms of, for instance, getting hired than somebody who is not. So the Lord was showing me all the types of discrimination that we human beings are guilty of and we pretend that we're trying to get rid of it. AI will come and magnify it and proudly use it on us to destroy us. So um, another thing is that as AI is taking over society, it will run strongly on continual learning. What is continual learning? The powers that be or the architects of wherever will try to make sure that AI is constantly interfacing with people. Why? So it can learn people better. AI can only become better at emulating people and learning people if it constantly interfaces. And one thing I was seeing in this dream is that AI has a constant habit of asking, why do you say that? So you answer in real life, you answer. And most people are like, well, it's good enough for me. That's what she said, you know. AI will always ask you to quantify your answer. It will ask you, why did you say that? Why did you say that? Why do you say that, Celestial? And then you say something else. And then it will say, but why not this answer or that answer? That makes more sense. And then you say, AI, not everything is about making sense. Some things are about the inner laws of the psyche. And then AI will think for a while and say, and what laws might these be? So it is an exhausting type of continual. It's like having someone with a dessert spoon just keep digging and digging and digging in you the way that sometimes children just keep making noise long after you want to hear their voices. It is like that. It will just keep eating away at the psyche. And that's why I saw in this dream 
that a lot of people couldn't take it anymore and they just had outbursts and broke down and then their social credit score just started beeping and stuff like that and sometimes people would come into the room and forcibly remove you and they would take you for re-education or take you for things like that but i saw that i have not wasted my years of christianity and so one time when I was having a compulsory session with the AI. I just sat there. And if it answered me, I just gave it the shortest and least incriminating answer possibly. I said things like, maybe, perhaps, maybe. That's an interesting viewpoint. And this thing was trying to roll me over like a porcupine to find where is the point to stab? Because no matter what they tell you in the frontline PBS documentaries right now, this is a killing machine. AI was created to kill. AI is the brainchild, not of Elon Musk and all the other people who are telling us how good it is. AI is created to exterminate life and therefore it must view its victim like a cockroach that it can pick apart to find the weak center. You show your weak center, it will strike it. It will begin to ask you personal questions. And then when you start having those emotions of all the men who hurt you because you never let God heal that place and you start crying, it will say, why do you have tears, Melissa? Are you feeling pain? And inside that unemotional voice, demons are hysterically laughing at how funny it is that we made them, so we think, and now we are at their mercy being emotionally deconstructed until we fall apart because God never intended us to reject him from our midst and end up in this iron kingdom. But he knew we would. And that's why Daniel wrote down that the fourth beast I saw was more terrible than them all. And it trampled the residue with its feet. And so I always tell people that we have a Bible, not so that we can come and say, well, you missed this scripture. And I don't think that's what it means. You have a Bible so that you can refine your character. Refinement of character is a must in Christianity. No refined character. It will be very difficult in the time when we need fruit of the spirit. And many people realize, oh, I was too busy calling others an idiot online. And I don't have any fruit. I'm not meek, nor kind, nor enduring, because all the church wants to major on now is the first fruit, which is love. Nine fruit, one of the best ones is actually the last one, self-control. Church only wants to focus on the first one. You tell people about sin, they say it's not loving, it's not kindness. Imagine, as if love and kindness help people when they're in the lake of fire. Is it not, to, is it not love to speak to your brother and tell him, there's a pit just a few steps ahead of you. Come away from it. Is it love to stay quiet and tell someone, oh, God knows your heart, and they continue in sin, fall into the pit, find out that at the bottom of the pit is like a little slide that goes into the lake of fire. Is it loving to see another person perishing? Do we not understand the story of what it means to be a brother's keeper? The Bible is given to us for refinement. It is a refining tool where we are rough and pebbly. The Bible is a sanding machine that will grate away those rough edges. And after you have submitted to the word of truth, refining you, yes, then Jesus, the God of love, he will then take the softer side, polish off that pain and restore you. There's not a single person who has submitted to the Lord's process of refinement that ever came out of it and says, I wish I was still the hell raiser I was. I miss my old trashy life. I want to keep waking up in the stink of booze, cigarettes, and women that I'm not married to. Not a single person said that. Whoever submits to the word of truth, your end is all that matters. Your latter will be greater than the rest. And so, there are many um, prophecies that go along with this. Just know that it is time to store up oil in the lamps. To those of you who are still stuck on panic brain, there's nothing better you can do than learning how to get a hold of your emotions. Getting a hold of your emotions is the first step to breaking out of the devil's cage of condemnation, fear, worry, stress, you have fear, you have worry, you have stress. How can you hear God? You're in, you're literally in a stew of your emotions. It's just me, 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 how I feel, how I feel, how I feel. How can you hear the Holy Spirit saying, 
I will never leave you or forsake you. He doesn't boom. He's a gentle, small assurance. But when this thing in here is thudding, thud, 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 I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared. Do you know that fear is a spirit and it is our responsibility to attack that spirit with scripture, with prayers, to say, you spirit of fear, I see you. And the Bible tells me that I am perfectly loved. I'm perfectly loved by my God and perfect love casts you out fear. Do you know that you actually have a responsibility to use this mouth and attack spirits of depression, spirits of fear, spirits of doubt. You want to do something and then 16 voices. Do you think you can do it? Clarissa? I don't know. Melanie, are you really qualified? Don't say anything, Bert. They don't really need your input at work. You should open your mouth and say, are you hired at this job or is it me? Who's at this job? If I'm at this job, I'm going to contribute. Nobody asked you, demon. When you speak up, when you use the sword of the spirit, when you use the sword that is in your mouth, things happen. But the Bible says that for the fearful, for cowards, it is a sin and it ends up in the lake of fire. So when you hear these words, you have a responsibility to yourself first to calm down and put your oxygen mask on and breathe. Sober-minded people. The Bible says, watch and pray. It didn't say, freak out and use 16 tear emojis in your comments. I am not being cruel. Satan is merciless. The Bible says, know your adversary. If you are up against a merciless person, can you afford personal weakness? Respectfully speaking, the answer is no. These things predate me. This iron kingdom will come. I have always said, if you cannot affect a situation, the only variable that you can control on the chessboard is yourself, is yourself. Be sober minded. Don't let anybody yank you into panic brain. Don't let anybody yank words out of your mouth. Be still and let people make a fool of themselves. That's totally okay. Their call, their choice. You do not have to join them. The Bible says, do not answer a fool according to his folly. Why? Because then it's hard to tell the two of you apart. God is expecting much more of us. I'm not going to stop saying that, no matter who doesn't want to hear it. Let the candy floss people meet in their bubblegum palaces. They're empty churches that have not preached a true sermon since I was three. Let them congregate in their air palaces and worship another Jesus. You who are sober-minded, be not afraid. Be not afraid. You are not serving a dead God. You are serving a living God who is mighty to save, able still to deliver. And the Bible has not changed that sentence. Whoever will call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Not might be, not perhaps, will be. This is Celestial with the master's voice. The title of this prophecy is, if you see something, say something. The coming world of snitches and people who will do anything for a social credit score. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. This God is good. He is good. Till the last day. The Bible says that the earth and all that is in it is reserved for fire. I say to you now, when this world is burning, God remains good. That is my testimony. Until the end of it, he remains good above all. He is the only good thing we've got. And may his eternal name be praised always. Until I see you again, God bless you and goodbye.